Welcome back to the city of Orenthal, where we'll be beginning the next introduction to our characters for this campaign. Here we have Chris, who will be playing the evocation wizard, Daryl Mavis. Is that right? Yes, yeah, that is correct. Excellent. Well, why don't you introduce us to Daryl a little bit? So Daryl was originally a, uh, a street urchin who one day tried to pick the wrong pocket. And it ended up being the pocket of the uh, archwizard who uh, took pity on him and allowed him to work in the uh, library where he was able to teach himself how to use magic and rise above his paltry uh, upbringing. Yep, the archwizard was named Zoxiara and was eventually killed during the time of the Cataclysm, which had ended about a year ago. I actually meant to ask you, what was Daryl... I know Daryl's been training and, and studying for the past about 20 years, you said? Yeah, that sounds correct. What do you figure he would have been doing during the time of the Cataclysm? I think he probably would have been watching the uh, library. I, I think he would have been instructed to stay back. I think he's probably maybe a little bit bitter about that, that uh, even though he doesn't know if he would have been able to do anything to help save his master, he he always kind of regrets that he wasn't around to have the opportunity to. Yeah, I could imagine that for someone who took him in and trained him that way. Uh, You were pretty young then when Zuxiara took you off the street. Yes. So you wouldn't remember a lot of your time there. Well, what type of person is Daryl? Why don't you go a little bit into to his traits and stuff? Let's see. As far as personality traits, uh, I'm used to helping out those who aren't as smart as I am, and I patiently explain anything and everything to others. Yeah, with a plus four intelligence, I'd say most people are not as smart as you. Yeah, yeah. As far as ideals, I pick knowledge. The path to power and self-improvement is through knowledge. Bonds. I work to preserve a library, university, scriptorium, or monastery. Uh, In this case, it would be the the main library. Flaws. Most people scream and run when they see a demon. I stop and take notes on its anatomy. (laughs) So you might be distracted a little bit when interesting monsters come around. Yes. Alright, well that could prove a lot of fun, actually. Considering what I plan to throw at all of you. Well, tell me a little bit about Daryl's physical appearance. What does he look like? So to describe a little bit about Daryl's physical appearance, he is, of course, a human male, aged 26. Uh, He's about six feet tall, so relatively tall for a human. Obviously, he's not going to measure up to something like a half-orc. He weighs about 165 pounds. He has blue eyes and light brown hair that he kind of has a little bit messy, just because he's usually very involved in his studies and doesn't always take the time to straighten his hair as far as his complexion he's a bit pasty for uh, the same reason he gets very uh, caught up in his studies and him and the sun don't get along for uh, extended periods of time he's a a little prone to sunburn when uh, out and about that that's pretty much what he looks like physically all right well let's go ahead and jump right on in then you would find yourself today, towards the end of the day, having dealt with a lot of your classes so far, and going into your favorite class, your evocation class, taught by Noah Lightglide. You sit in the class with your fellow students, 
most of which are not as skilled as you are in this particular focus. That doesn't tend to be their specialty. But you you have been praised several times by, by Noah, the human evocation instructor. While here you wait, sitting comfortably, and continue to wait and wait, eventually... The rest of the class kind of gets the impression, however, that Noah isn't showing up. He's over being 10, 15 minutes late. It's unlike him, but it has happened on occasion. Usually he explains later that he had to deal with an issue requested of him by the governing power of Orenthal. Eventually, figuring that he wasn't going to be able to show up to the class today, you begin to leave the room following your fellow students to finish up any last-minute studyings, any preparations that you have. Walking out, you do notice Janabellis Aenor, the divination instructor, speaking with that strange human woman who usually hangs around, does some studying, but you continue on your way till eventually you go towards the library and notice nearby the, the open door of the headmistress of the academy, the current one, uh, Zinevere Droverson. Human woman, pretty attractive, fairly young considering she is the headmistress, but immensely powerful from what you understand, as she was essentially second in line when Zoxiara was in charge. There you see someone you've never seen before, but you've only heard about in stories, uh, particularly within the past year. An elven man, his, his cloak is pulled low, and... It seems he's intentionally hiding part of his face. You do catch a glimpse of it. Your passive is a 14? Yes. Yeah, you you actually are able to notice his fine elven features on the left side of his face. The right side, however, you catch glimpses of black, jagged, vein-like scars that cover the right side of his face. You would know Thoven was considered the hero of the Cataclysm, having gone out and challenged the leaders of both the Draconic and Ghoulish forces, eventually with his party slaying them, but he is the only member known to be alive. And his story goes that the rest of them died in the battle. So is he well known for his scars as well? He is. He tries to hide them as being a high elf particularly. They tend to focus more on beauty for the most part. They're fairly vain. They're not dark elves and drow, which that is the most important thing, but physical appearance is very important. And you can see he does have very intricate, very beautiful looking robes on, as well as a staff in his hand that seems immensely beautiful gold inlay in all of it it's definitely seems magical Devin sleeves incredibly powerful but he makes uh, an effort it seems to at least attempt to cover the scarred half of his face at this distance you can kind of catch snippets of the conversation you see a bunch of their fellow students pretend to be studying as they they're kind of like peek in towards the, the the room a little bit from across the way you hear a little bit where Thoven says, kind of just quietly towards Zinevere, is like, no, he doesn't know anything of Noah working with the government, but he doesn't care much for dealing with the council himself. 
Zinove responds, Noah usually works with Garrick. She figured he might be there, but if Thoven hasn't heard anything, perhaps he's doing his own business. What are you doing during all this, by the way? I think I'd kind of feign studying as well, but really just be eavesdropping because I'm curious where is my uh, instructor because he just missed class and this is something interesting that's happening and I like interesting things. Indeed. At this point, it seems uh, Zinevere notices that you're out there and seems to look up at you. Uh, Daryl, could you come here a moment? I'll, I'll try and like feign surprise, like, oh, oh, sure, I, w- I was just studying. L- l- let me close up my book here and and come on over. You approach, you actually get a clearer look at Thoven at this point. You notice it seems the entire right side of his his head was affected by this. His golden hair seems to slide slightly out of his cloak on the left side, but is completely white on the other. Even his eyes have become two different colors, the left being a pale blue with the right uh, yellow. He just nods at you more in recognition. So I'll nod as well and try not to... I'd probably stare a little bit, but it wouldn't be like a like a repulsed like train wreck sort of staring. More of a pondering what kind of magic could have done this. Okay. You can attempt to make an arcana check if you'd like. Sure, I will do that. So let's see, 22. 22, okay. While you can't think of a particular spell that does this, this was necrotic damage. A heavy amount to deal with scarring that, considering Thoven hasn't restored it, seems to resist healing magic to a certain degree. Once you kind of come in, after you essentially give Thoven a nod and turn to Zinevere, she just looks at you calmly and says, Do you know why Noah wasn't here? You seem to be his favorite student. No, um, actually I was wondering that myself. Uh, He didn't show up for our uh, lesson. Odd. Do you have any idea of his whereabouts? Would I know if there's any sort of location that he tends to frequent? Go ahead and make a intelligence check. 14. With that, he's occasionally done some classes outside of the academy, more open fields. You'd most likely believe that he might hang around in the Low Hills District, one of the ones that was heavily damaged by the Cataclysm, but you're not sure why he might be there now. That was usually just an area, since it was so sparse, that you could practice evocation magic fairly safely. Okay, I'll relay that I know we've had classes in uh, the Lower Hills area, but I'm not certain if he would if he would have a reason to be there now. Odd. Do you have any idea why he would practice there? It's a nice, uh, clear area where we could practice evocation magic without risk of damaging the city. True. The city hasn't much time to fix that area. Very well. Any other thoughts on the matter? Have I noticed anything in the days leading up to today that may suggest Noah was acting different than usual? Or... Go ahead and make another intelligence check. Ten. With a ten, it's hard to say. He's usually very punctual. He's very attentive. 
In the past couple of days, however, it did seem he was slightly more distracted, but nothing you could ever specifically focus on. Okay. I guess I'll convey that he did seem a little unusual compared to normal, but I, I didn't really think anything of it at the time. Perhaps something Garrick has him working on. Well, thank you for assistance, Daryl. Certainly. Glad to be of uh, service. She nods towards you and Thoven does the same. Eventually, I assume you leave the room? Yeah. Kind of go back to pretend studying. Okay. So you go back to pretend studying. From here, it seems you get the impression between the two of them that they're not too concerned. Uh, Noah being gone one day, maybe he is on some, some quieter business from the council as you catch snippets that Zinevere has received notes from an individual known as Garrick who requests Noah's assistance being uh, an evocation wizard. She only assumes it has to deal with eliminating minor problems. As you well know, the city as it is does request aid frequently from the wizards since most of the military has been fairly devastated. They are on the rise again, but it's nowhere near to the level where they can deal with all of the problems the city still has. Eventually, they turn their attention from there to discussion of magic, spells that are beyond your ability to cast at the moment. However, you still listen with, with some fascination as they discuss higher level, more powerful spells, as well as you hear Zinevere's interest in the the robes and the staff that Thoven has you get the impression that these two have a fairly good relationship. Eventually, they do leave her office and exit out. You can continue your studyings for some time after that. When you say good relationship, you mean good professional relationship? or uh, Make an insight check. 13. With a 13, they're very friendly. They do have a good relationship, but you don't get any hints of any flirtation. Okay. At least not that you can tell. Gotcha. From there, Daryl spends his time studying for a while. He doesn't have any other classes this day, as the evocation was his final class, so I'm sure he's a little bit down about not being able to get into that. Is there anything in particular you like to do? Usually I would like to um, read in the library, see about finding additional spells that uh, I would be able to learn, that sort of thing. Just kind of refining my art. Okay. While there are no spell books in this particular one for you to copy down, you do get a lot of information on how the weave, the, the fabric of magic, and what wizards are able to manipulate in order to cast spells, how it works. You get a better understanding of it overall, and that's what you tend to be focusing on as eventually hours pass. Uh, you, being a very studious individual, just focus till eventually you realize you're the only one still in the library as it's become much later in the day night is approaching like oh man i did it again <laughs> just lost all track of time yep may have forgotten to eat a meal you are feeling a little hungry i would say yeah. uh, you do know the academy does have a mess hall in one of the the lower levels you start to head down that way when you hear a voice all of a sudden in your head that just says daryl it's noah Listen, I require assistance with a matter of some importance. Meet me in the Low Hills District. 
Can I respond back? Say, of course. You can. You just respond, of course. How urgent is it? Do I have time to eat something? Is that what you say? Yeah. Okay. After a few moments, you get an initial response. Take something to go. All right, I'll head your way then. So eventually you do make your way down. The library itself, the whole academy, is very well preserved. You and several other wizards help to defend it from the the final battle of Orenthal during the time of the Cataclysm. So it hasn't experienced pretty much any damage uh, during that time, so there hasn't been a need for repair. It's very well kept, very lavish. Many of the individuals who study here are actually, while not nobles necessarily themselves, they are of much wealthier origins than you were. And those families tend to help keep the entire academy well-funded. So you go down and you're actually able to find... The mess area itself is not very busy. You actually realize you must have spent a lot more time studying than you initially intended, as it is well past when most people would have gone to uh, get a meal. You eventually press on. You're able to grab a few select items, some of your favorites, some meat, some simple cheeses and bread, and make yourself a sort of sandwich as you quickly leave. The academy itself is in the district known as the Daybreeze district, and the entire district itself was relatively undamaged during the battle. Most of the structures, most of the area is actually filled with wealthy merchants, several fine restaurants in the area, as well as inns that tend to cater to those who have a lot of coin to spend. You, fortunately, being cared for by Zuxiara and the Academy, are able to stay on the Academy grounds itself. Otherwise, someone of your origin would not be able to be here. There is probably a sense of annoyance anytime you do walk through this district. People who essentially have been given everything that they have, at least I would assume. Yeah, uh, there'd probably be a little bit of slight resentment that they didn't really have to work at all in order to get where they are. And I would feel that Daryl, as he walks through here, also reminds himself and gets a sense of pride as not only did he come from from nothing, you most likely would have come from the Low Hills District even before the Cataclysm, as it was one of the poorer districts, but not only have you come from such a, a low district, this wasn't handed to you, you earned what you have, as well as surpassed many of those who started from a higher position. Eventually, though, you do pass out of the district following the large circular road that surrounds the central district of Orenthal, the regent's seat, where all the nobles and the adamantine palace is located. You eventually continue southward towards what is known as the Gold Petal Gardens District. It's actually massive farmland for the most part that feeds the majority of people within Orenthal. There are several inns and taverns throughout the area. Very simple, very plain. Most of the area is devoted to raising food for, for the city, as well as several temples that are shrines that dot the landscape in this particular district. You do see this is also one of the more heavily guarded areas of Orenthal. Several soldiers patrolling the area, as this is one of their main areas of food this is one of the areas they definitely wanted to protect you just nod at a couple people as you pass by they look and see you in your robes and, and 
immediately assume you from the academy and just nod back. Though they do give you slightly an odd look as to why you are so far south. But I assume you press onward. Yep. Eventually you come from the much better lit, based off torches, to the very cold, very dark, low hills district. Here is where you see mostly the remains of houses, of inns, of buildings, shops that people once used to run and live out of. Essentially just the the foundation is what remains of most of this. This area was most heavily attacked during the events of the Cataclysm, during the events of the Battle of Orenthal. And for the most part, while people still do live here, their quality of life is bare minimum for survival. The times you've been here have been during the day, and even Noah had mentioned during the times that you have gone to train here, it is not a safe area at night, as many of the poor, many of the beggars that you might find somewhere else in the city come back here to try and find any sort of shelter and those who are really hungry will do what they can to make sure they get fed. So you do eventually arrive at the outskirts of the low hills. What would you like to do? As you currently don't see anyone. Okay, I was just going to ask that if I saw anyone. Let's do a detect magic. See if I can detect uh, anyone around. Okay. Are you casting it or are you ritual? I'll ritual it just so... Okay. Because I don't seem to be in any kind of hurry. All right. So you focus for the 10 minutes, unsure necessarily of what what you're doing here. And as you release the spell, initially nothing gets your attention. After a moment, however, you do see right on the edge of the 30 feet that your detect magic radius goes, you do see a faint aura of magic on the ground. Uh, I'll go over and investigate. Okay. All right. As you approach, you do see what appears to be essentially just the image of a small footprint. The aura gives off a transmutation school. Hmm. So someone could potentially be disguising themselves. Would that do that? Uh, As it is just a symbol that's on the ground. uh, Go ahead and make an arcana check. See if you can recognize what spell would do this. 27. (laughs) With ease, you recognize that a simple prestigitation could do this. I'll clarify that that was a a critical success. Oh my gosh. Yes, with great, like, as soon as you approach it, you immediately is like, oh, prestigitation, I can do this. Yeah. Takes you less than a second to realize it. Okay, so it's just a single footprint, or does it look like there are more leading somewhere? Go ahead and make a quick perception check for me. <laughs> Critical failure of a five. <laughs> it's five total? Five total. Okay. You look around, but the chill air shakes you for a moment and, and distracted you. Almost actually lose concentration on your detect magic, but hold it up. You don't initially see any symbol where you're standing, but the footprint does seem to be kind of pointing in a direction as if someone walked deeper into the Low Hills District. Okay. I'll kind of start walking that way and see if I can spot any other uh, footprints or any other signs. 
Yeah, make another perception check while you're going. Ah, much better. Uh, 15. All right, with a 15, after a couple moments, you notice almost the same glow and the image of a hand on the side of a ruined structure. Again, it seems to be directing you slightly deeper in. After another minute or two, you do see a final symbol, an arrow, pointing directly at a slightly more intact building just towards the center of the Low Hills District. The building itself is... I say it's one of the more intact ones, but there's still part of the roof missing. There is no door to this. There's holes in the walls, cracks all along the side. It is holding up, and it looks stable enough, but it is fairly run down. I guess I'll try and follow the arrow. Okay, so you approach the open doorway. Immediately looking inside, you notice a broken and cracked wooden floor, as well as a couple of shattered tables and chairs. It seemed to be a living room of some sort, and you do see an opening far off to the other end that seems to descend downward. Okay. I guess I will start heading downwards. Okay. At this point, as you're approaching it, the creak of the wood starts to... pauses you for a moment. The floor itself seems slightly unstable, so you proceed cautiously, eventually noticing a worn, rickety staircase that descends downward. As you begin down, you do hear a creak come immediately from behind you. I'll turn around and see if I spot anything. Make a quick perception check for me. Eleven. Okay. (laughs) I rolled a five. Sweet. (laughs) As you turn, you just notice a very short gnome individual kind of duck around the, the doorway on the opposite side. I'll call out and say, I know you're there. Come on out. There's a brief pause when you see a small gnome woman step out, light brown hair pulled into a tight bun. You notice studded leather armor on her person and a simple dagger at her belt. She kind of peeks around the corner and says, Shoot! I was hoping I could get the jump on you. I guess you are a little more perceptive. Identify yourself. What are you trying to do? Well, honestly, trying to see see if you're as attentive as Noah says. What's, what would be the correct appellation for, for an instructor? Would I call them like instructor Noah or teacher? Or what, what would be the correct title? Uh, Master Noah. Master Noah. You know Master Noah? I do. He works a lot with Garrick. I'm part of the Garrickson. Garrickson, as opposed to a garrison? Is that just a bad pun? (laughs) Don't ever tell Garrick about it. He hates it. Oh. She's just kind of half giggling at this point. I see. So why were you following me? Just to see how attentive I was? To be honest, yeah. Huh. I was curious. Noah talked about you, he spoke highly of you, so I wanted to see if I could get the drop on you. Can I make a uh, insight check? Just to make sure that she isn't some kind of uh, person that might be getting ready to mug me? Go for it. 
14. As far as you can tell, she seems perfectly honest. She is hiding something, but there doesn't seem to be any sort of hostile intent. Okay. You said that Master Nola is just down the stairs? Yeah, I can show you if you want. Please. Excellent. So she begins to walk up. You kind of step just out of the way of the opening. Uh, as she starts to pass by you, she stops. And, oh, Lily Stumbleduck Mernig. Pleasure to meet you. Pleasure. Well, yeah, I am uh, Daryl Mavis. I know. And she steps past. Her feet don't make as much of a creak on the floorboards. And going down the stairs, she just kind of calls back. Oh, careful going down. Not all the steps are sturdy. I'll cautiously go down the stairs. Um, you step, and thanks to the warning, one or two of the, the rungs to the stairway, just while creaking and you feel your weight pressed down on it, you are able to quickly move on to the next one without it cracking. Eventually, you arrive at this cellar where a little ways down a small hallway, it opens up into a larger torchlit room where you do see Noah Lightglide standing there waiting seems to be slightly impatient looking he's got short brown hair he's slightly scarred human male some slight stubble on his face simple plain robes looks up as soon as you walk in what's about time sorry for keeping you waiting master i found lily uh tracking me so I got held up a little bit. You actually see a slight look of surprise on his face. He's like, oh. She mentioned she wanted to test you out, she said, before before you got here. I'm impressed. She's usually fairly quiet. So why are we here at this time of night, at no less? He sighs heavily. Okay, so none of the Masters of the Academy can be associated with this particular group this is why i'm hoping you would be able to go in my place garrick has asked to recruit a few individuals of varying skill sets his hope is that the problem is not going to be a major one but he needs people to stay quiet people not in positions of power you being from this area to be honest is probably a benefit to you as some people might just assume that you might still know people here, though you and I know the difference. I see. He looks a little uncomfortable at this point. He eventually stands up. There's a group in this area. I don't know if you've heard of the Shadow Wolves. Have I heard of the Shadow Wolves? <laughs> Make a history check. 19. You have. The Shadow Wolves became well-known during the time of the Cataclysm. They were a group of down-on-their-luck individuals, mostly thieves prior to the events of the Cataclysm, that wound up becoming more like guerrilla fighters, attacking and jumping back into different homes and buildings as they needed during the events of the Battle of Orenthal in particular. Uh, Their leader was known as Vral Humblefire, Stories vary as to his race, some saying he's human, others half-orc or even full-orc, but all the stories that you've read have described him fighting with an immense ferocity. You do know that since then, you've heard rumors that they've gone away from being helpful individuals back to 
thieves, and potentially, in some rumors, assassins. Uh, yeah, I've, I've heard of these uh, the Shadow Wolves. They were helpful during the Cataclysm, but I think lately they've kind of returned back to their old ways. They were not respected for their methods. Not fighting on the front lines, caring only for themselves and not for others. They weren't really praised for their contributions. And Vral understood that as far as I'm aware. I haven't met the man myself, but... I would say that he has a chip on his shoulder towards the ruling council. However, have you heard any of the rumors of missing people? Have I heard any of the rumors of missing people? Make an intelligence check. <laughs> I rolled a one, so total of five. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I haven't heard a thing. Been too busy in the library. Well, you're very book smart, very capable individual, but current events is not your strong suit. It's not a lot. As far as I'm aware, only one or two individuals have disappeared, but it's more the matter that right before disappearing, the people I spoke with said that they seemed like completely different people. I assume initially that they were under a spell, but as far as they could tell, no, there there wasn't any spell involved. Then again, I didn't get to test this myself. Now... Vral thinks that this could be a bigger problem. At least that's what he has apparently informed Garrick of. He doesn't want to get his hands too far into this as anyone who might deal with this might also have to come out into the light of day. And, well, the less attention on him, the better, he's he's thinking. So now where are the people disappearing from? Is it all across the city or is it mostly isolated to certain districts? Um, at this point, Lily actually jumps in. No, only the people that actually live in this district and the Ankalab Heights district. I'm surprised the council cares about people going missing from the Lower Hills district. The council doesn't. At least not most of the council. Garrick's different. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. He likes to care for everyone. It's a rare quality in a leader these days. Well, he usually stays off to the sideline. I don't know. I mean, we like him. We have the Garrickson, but he doesn't like a lot of attention either. I see. Mm-hmm. Anyway, to finish the story Nora was telling you. So, Vral's hoping for some help. And as you are uh, the head student for the evocation class magic stuff that you do, um, you're uniquely qualified to help in anything magical. I'll be happy to help out in any way I can. Excellent. You also can't really tell anybody that Noah was here. I see. Uh, yeah, Noah actually kind of puts a hand up at this point and quiets Lily a little. It's like, like I said before, masters are not meant to get involved in any business of the Shadow Wolves, but I can't simply stand idly by while people go missing. And if Garrick is worried about this it could potentially develop into a larger problem. Most of the master's attention also is focused away on the feast coming up in the next couple of days. So, I'm hoping you can help out, Daryl. Of course. I should let you know that the headmistress and uh, Thoven were wondering where you were today. Immediately, both of their eyes go a little wide. 
I didn't realize Thoban was in town already. I didn't think he'd be in town for the next couple days. I should get back to the academy then quickly. Um, Lily can take you to the meeting spot where you're to meet Vral and the rest of his so-called recruits. I will try and keep in contact with you best I can, but probably the less I know about any specifics, the better. I understand. I'll just make sure that you're still safe, at least. And if you discover anything, try and leave a message at the Academy. Will do. I won't let you down, Master. I know you won't, Daryl. Uh, this, he kind of walks by, puts a comforting hand on your shoulder, takes a quick look around, and just says, You know, I used to live in a place like this, too. Did I know this? You did not. Okay. Magic kind of saved both of us, I guess. I suppose in a way it did. After this, he does a light squeeze of your shoulder and passes out of the room. You hear the creaking of the floorboards as he continues up the stairs. Lily waits a few moments. Probably best if we just wait a little bit. Make sure that we're not all seen together necessarily. You never know who's watching. Just taps her foot. So what's your favorite spell? Oh, probably I'd have to say... I'd have to say Fireball. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, you can usually dodge that, but but that's, yeah, that's scary. Yeah. So you like fire? I do like fire. Honestly, I just like anything that kind of explodes, really. Yeah. It's really cool to watch. I can't do that. I'm more the sneaky type, so you don't get to see big dazzling displays whenever I try to, you know, deal with something. But that's really cool. Yeah, I worked really hard to learn that one. That's a, a, a third level yeah you see she's actually counting on her her fingers yeah that's pretty good do you have any uh have you studied magic at all no i don't really know much about magic i'm just very very quiet well most of the time i'm very quiet the floorboards here don't lend to being quiet no i understand that mm. well um she kind of like peeks out around Taps her foot a little bit. She seems very impatient. I was like, I, I guess that's been long enough. So, um, do you have any other questions, actually? So we're going to go and meet Vral Humblefire. Yes. Is he still operating in the underground, or is he still working for the benefit of the city? I mean, the, the rumors are unclear either way. Well, considering Garrick's willing to work with him, I'd say he's willing to help the city. What kind of person is he? He's a quiet person. See, I'm kind of sneaky. He's really sneaky. Um, yeah, if he doesn't want you to know he's there, chances are you won't. But apparently he and Garrick are going to uh, explain everything that they want together. I don't know all the details. I just know what I know. So wait, Garrick is going to be there as well? Yes. He's went to go get someone. Okay. Yes. Yeah, he's a member of the council, but not a in-front member. He stays in the back. He's not really in with all the people. Um, he's very nice. He's very, very friendly, very polite, uh, very, 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 very sneaky. He might give even Vralis a run for his money on being sneaky. They're both very sneaky. I see. Yes. They're not good with, with the magic, but very sneaky. Um, they're supposed to go get a couple other people... I don't know who they are yet, but they have different skills than what you have. That makes sense. Yes. 
the more the merrier. Well, except you're not supposed to um, get draw a panic from other people if this does turn out to be a big thing. But still. They want to keep it quiet. If it's not something that's going to threaten the whole, you know, city, yes. If you can deal with it quietly, that's better. I understand. Uh... But if there's a few explosions, like with the fireball, um, that's okay, especially if it's like in this area, because no one pays attention to that. No one pays attention to this area that much. Well, I guess I'm ready to go whenever you are. Okay, I think we've waited long enough. At this, she kind of turns and seems to just casually stride out of the room, up the stairs. You follow behind, again, carefully avoiding the particular steps that you recall were a little weaker. And head off to go meet Vral Humblefire. And that's actually where we're going to pause the episode for today. So, at this point... We have the character introductions coming as they all meet up in this strange meeting with Vral and try to learn what is going on with the disappearances of people from the Low Hills District and the Ankalab Heights District and hopefully find out the bigger threat looming behind it. I am Tony, the Dungeon Master. For this particular campaign, and with me is Chris as the evocation wizard, Daryl Mavis. Yep. And we will catch you all next time.